my name is Rico, the Dungeon Master for Season 3, The Restoration of the Twelve Olympians. This season, we'll find our heroes traveling back to the lands of Eris and Enyo with Inharmonia as they adventure through and see what they have accomplished and completed by restoring the three fabled relics, the Sickle of Kronos, the Golden Apple of Discord, and the Robe and Necklace of Harmonia. We'll start with Deborah. I am Deborah, and I am playing a human rogue named Neith. Her name is Neith. And I'm Matt, playing a dragonborn monk named Ari Futan. And I'm Daphne, and I play Gilsira Venfire, who is a halfling druid. And my name is Rico. I am the dungeon master for season three of the campaign. Are you ready? Fighting! Who's ready? I'm is ready. everybody ready for a... Deborah's Diary. Diary. Uh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> I miss that show. Dear Diary, in our last episode, our players headed to Etherton. Well, Gelsira gets to use her new ability to actually detect magic without being blinded. New trick. There, they meet the former Luke. Pan and Martell intimidate Luke and begin to smash the market stand. They turn up. <sighs> Why did we let them in our group again? <laughs> the party follows after Adani, where she's engaged in combat with Gabriella. Pan frisbees Adani's shield to her. Oh, yeah. Vince takes his feather from his hat and uses Tasha's hideous laughter, where he had to hit Gabriella, turn her into a caterpillar, where Karga promptly <laughs> eats Gabriella. Galsira replenishes their crops. Vince puts on an impromptu concert, and there was much rejoicing. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! Yay! And they all go to Bindi's! <laughs> Fuck yeah. Bindi's the best. Then they visit Eris to give her some magic fruit to grow, in the, and they plant it in the hunting grounds. So let's find out where else they might plant some magic fruit in this episode of Some Would Play. Beep, beep, beep. That was a pretty good diary. I think that summed up the last episode pretty well. Nailed it. That's Might've everything we shortest. did. <laughs> you hit all the all the points. It's all the points. points. Multiball. I totally forgot. Just knew it. What? Closer to the microphone. My bad. There you go, champ. The microphone is your friend. Your very close personal friend. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you guys want to do? I uh, I think we should head back to Aries's. Wait a minute. Where are, okay, we're in the hunting grounds? Mm-hmm. All right, teleport us to Eris's. Are we in the hunting grounds? No, you guys came back. Dope. Oh. That's what I was asking. At okay. Eris's. Okay, so we're back at Eris's. Nailed it. Good job. Screen white. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> hey, you guys think we could visit a guild hall real quick? Uh, which guild hall are you thinking of? I'm thinking of going to the Warlock Guild Hall. Or maybe I could go visit it and you guys could do things. How about you go visit it? Because I need to go get some more fire grenades. I'm down to two. Ooh, I, I bet I want to go see if my eye patch is ready. Ooh, yeah, you've got an eye patch on order. Mm-hmm. Forgot you hadn't gotten that yet. Yep, I think it's about high time I Are get you gonna it. wear it all the time? Not all the time. I think I'm going to have it like over my eye. Nice, and, then and then whenever... just pull it down when needed. Yep, exactly. So when you I'm... don't have to close an eye? Mm-hmm. So when I go to shoot an arrow. Nice. Just, that's nice. what I'm going to do. When you go to shoot an arrow. Yeah, because, you know. That's you... really going to fuck with your death perception. I thought you were using it for detect magic. Well, that see, but I thought that if you shoot an arrow, you're supposed to close an eye. Isn't that what people do? Or am I crazy? You only do that with monks. Mm, never mind. Yeah, oh, if you no. have a death sight well, on your bow. If I'm, trying to inti- up. if I'm trying to intimidate somebody and make them take me seriously, that's when I yes. use the eye patch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have other ways you can do that. <laughs> yes, the spikes on the shoulders totally already You know that. what? I forgot. You're right. And any of the, the other beasts you could polymorph into. <laughs> and the gloves. Well, I guess your there's gloves, that. Your yep. gloves. Yeah, my claws, my spikes. <laughs> Seen an eye patch. Doesn't matter that you can turn into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Right, yeah. That, that wouldn't do no, it at all. Nope. Just summon an Allosaurus off of a cliff of it. Uh, this. <laughs> That'll get the job done. Uh, I'm making that mistake again. That was my with favorite. That, Allosaurus? that could be you. They won't know any better. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, Neath would like to head watch, watch to this cruelty. the Alchemist. 
you know, because we're old friends now. Oh, yeah. He loves you. I've brought him a lot of heroin. Drugs. Pan and Martell are going to go back to the Paladin's Guild Hall. Ah, dope. They said they'll be at the Paladin's Guild Hall when you guys are ready to roll out to cool. Amorilonia. We'll come get you. Or we'll meet there. Let's meet at the Paladin's Guild Hall. And they're going to go okay. and probably fight and drink <laughs> yeah. and laugh and talk about the adventures of Etherton with the rest of the Paladins. Goddamn muscle heads. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're jocks. <laughs> they are, they're, they're total jocks of D&D. They like to fucking fight. All right. Well, um, who's around? Are there like servants around? In the entry hall? No. Where am I? Eris's? Eris's. Right yeah. in the, you guys had walked out of the fountain back into the main hall. We refilled our ambrosia. I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dope. Um, okay. So I, I head out. Do I remember which way the Warlock Guild Hall is? Yeah. If you walk out, it's to the right um, on like the southwest corner of the mayoral estate. Do you want the map? Here's the map. Northwest corner. I said southwest. I totally meant north, northwest corner. Okay. Well, I walk out and then uh, I guess uh, head around the mayoral estate to the Warlocks Guild Hall. Sweet. Is her estate just fucking huge? Her estate is fucking Jesus Christ, huge. That is large. That is large and in charge. Way to go, it Harris. Is, it's bigger than the arena. It's bigger than the city. Is it big, was it bigger <laughs> than the Demarcus Marzizan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see the map of um, Aspasia again so you it's can giant, get a lay of the land? It's giant vagina. You see it. Vagina ness of it. All right. I see, oh, 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 I, I see it. Yeah. Unreal. You said you're going to the alchemist? I'm going to the alchemist. That'll be a fun. That'll be a that'll be a fun adventure. Let me do the Warlock Guild Hall with Matt first because I'm gonna have a lot. We have a lot of fun at the Alchemist. Do you want to see a map of Aspasia? Yes. So you get to the Warlock Guild Hall. Dope. There are. There's a door. It is a stone gray stone building. Um, going over the arch of the door, these intertwined serpents that look like they're breathing fire. Nice. At the top. And uh, the door is open. You can walk in. Cool. I uh, I walk in, you know, normally, not with bravado <laughs> or anything crazy. And as you walk in, there is a dramatic shift in the available light. Like, you can look outside of the door and see that it's daytime outside, but you walk into the Warlock's Guild Hall, and it doesn't look like light penetrates into the Warlock's Guild Hall. It is as dark as it were if it were midnight with hanging torches and candelabras all up and down the ceiling. And you hear hisses and whisperings of demons talking to other warlocks. They're whispering in Infernal. Um, And you're understanding everything they're saying. (laughs) Some warlocks are making deals or bargains with their demonic counterpoints. Some warlocks are getting scolded by their <laughs> demons. Some warlocks are scolding their demons. And there is a halfling-sized imp sitting on the desk of where the guildhold greeter would be. Hello there. And it looks up at you, and it winces its eyes, and it says, welcome. Thank you. What can we do for you? I'm looking to... um. Be- Learn some warlock stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I want to learn the ways of a warlock. Oh, you're interested in becoming a warlock? Yes. Oh, hold just one minute. Okay. And then the imp turns around and jumps off of the desk, and there is a sizzle in the air and a smell of brimstone as the imp disappears. And almost immediately as the imp disappears into whatever portal it jumped into materializes a tall, slender drow woman. She has dark violet skin, straight black eyes, no pupils, and very nicely braided, long, white, almost snow white colored hair. And she smiles at you and you can see two elongated canines behind her lips, and she says, I hear you have interest in joining the Warlock's Guild. That I do. Can I use Hera's Embrace? Yeah, you sure can. Okay, I use Hera's Embrace. Nope. Okay. Just a regular old Warlock. Dope. Yes, I would, uh, I'd like to join up. Fantastic. Come with me. Excellent. And then she 
walks out from behind the desk and walks down the hallway of the guild hall back to the back of the wall. As you are following her, all of the warlocks and demons present within the guild hall go utterly quiet. They stop talking, and you can feel the gaze of every demon and every warlock on you as you walk down the hall with her. And she pushes a portion of the wall in, and the wall shakes a little bit and pushes in and then slides, producing a glowing purple, bluish, dark portal behind the wall that hums and hisses and smells of fire and brimstone. And then she bows to you and she says, please make your way through the portal. Excellent. All right. I walk through the portal. And as you walk through the portal, the whole world around you disappears for just one moment. Have you seen the movie Constantine with Keanu Reeves? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So imagine... You are, through this portal, you are looking at Aspasia, the outside or the back of the Warlock's Guild Hall, and everything around you is misshapen, on fire, looks a little bit crumbling, and you see demons dancing and playing. You see souls being tormented, um, much like the hell was when John went down to get uh, her twin sister's bracelet. So it looks like that on the other side of this portal. Nice. And you are standing there all alone. Nice place. With no guidance or anybody else around you. And then you feel some vibrations in the ground as something big and heavy appears to be lumbering your way. And coming before you is probably about a 15-foot tall horned demon that has the face of a pig, body of a sumo wrestler, wearing a loincloth with plate mail boots and elongated sharp claws, and he comes up before you and sits down on his haunches, crosses his hands over his knees, and smiles at you and says, welcome to the homeland of warlock demons and deities. <laughs> Howdy. Thank you. What brings you? I'd uh, like to make a pact with a, a, a mysterious being. Ooh. <laughs> do you have a preference? What kind of demon are you looking for? Well, I'm looking to do a Hexblade thing. So like, a, you know, just a mysterious being from the Shadowfell. Oh. <laughs> huh. I read a brochure in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't seen a Hexblade Warlock in... He looks at his wrist. There's no watch. <laughs> <sighs> Probably 250 years? You're in the wrong place for that. How do I get to the right place? Hop up on my back. I'll take you. Sure. So he stands up and he turns around his back facing you and... Oh, you climb up on his back? Yeah, I fly up and then... Oh, okay. Perfect. So... He stands up. You are now, how tall are you? You're like seven feet tall, something ridiculous uh, like that? Like, what am I? What did I say? I think it was like six, nine or something. Oh, okay. Eh, close enough to seven feet. Yeah. So you're now about 22 feet from the ground, from what you can see. And you can now see a clearer view of the world around you. There are lakes of fire. It looks much like Hades' underworld. Only there is no River of Souls, there's no Cerberus, but it looks like this is the home of all demon kin, and cool. he begins to walk forward and takes his big old clawed paw and swipes it through the air and cuts a tear into the air, and you walk into what looks like an armory. There are bunch of weapons, any weapon that you can imagine uh, hanging and on stands and up on pegs, and all of the weapons have this eerie blue purple glow about them. They're ethereal looking. They don't look like they can physically be touched, but you are in an armory where you would have free reign of whatever type of weapon you were looking for. 
bear in mind you are a martial character. You have proficiency with martial weapons, so you'd want to look out for martial-type weapons if you wanted a martial weapon, something that you were proficient with when you were hitting. That's your, that's your call. Yeah. And then he gets back down on his back, and he says, hop off. I'll be outside waiting for you when you're done. And he gets up and turns around and walks through the tear and the air closes and you are now in this armory surrounded by four walls and a ceiling with no perceivable way in or out. Cool. The air is heavy. It is a little difficult to breathe and you can feel the heat of the realm on your lungs. Not that it bothers you because you're resistant, but... You can feel, it feels like the longer you stay here, the more difficult it will be to leave unscathed. And you hear whispers and slithering and chattering coming from all of the weapons all around you. Some are saying, choose me, pick me. No, 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 me, me. No, no, choose me. And it's coming from all directions, (laughs) all the way around you, from all four walls. I did not anticipate getting to this part. Sorry. No, it's fine. I didn't think you were going to get to Warlock this quick. I've had this planned out for a long, long time. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell or not. Is that a thing in 5e? What is happening? So are there like any weapon in here? Yeah. Every single weapon that would be in the... Do you, do you want the player's hand guide? No. No, okay. I was looking at like monk weapons, 5e, and it has like uh, the weapons they can use, but then it's got like um, flavorized weapons yeah, that would use those, you know, like you would use the stats for a short sword for this weapon or, you know, whatever. So I was looking at like a, a wakizashi, a two-foot-long Japanese sword that looks like a short katana, uses the statistics for a short sword. Yeah? Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Let's do it. Okay. Let's have it. Yeah. Wakizashi are like ninja sword, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, as a monk of the shadow, now having a wakizashi, I'm totally okay with that. Sneak attack. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, you could, but you don't have the sneak attack modifier like the rogue does, but if you were to jump out of a shadow, you would have advantage. So, as Ari is thinking about and looking at the type of weapon that he would be interested in, the other weapons around you begin to fade in their entirety. They begin to disappear slowly, one after the other, and fizzle and pop out of reality. And then, sitting before you, about 20 feet ahead of you. What do you want your patron to look like? Do you have a preference on what it looks like? Oh, man. Uh, is the sky the limit? Yeah. Dope. Um, It would be like some sort of red-skinned thing with like two curly horn things and like a tail for sure with like a little, you know, spade on the end of the tail for giggles. <laughs> That is almost what I had imagined. So you see sitting on a platform 20 feet ahead of you, uh, a little sitting demon. Its hands are one on top of its forearm, one under its forearm, kind of crossed like an old monk if they had their hands in the sleeves of their, of their gi. Dope. And it has jet black straight hair that appears to move and slither like the hair was made out of a living abyss of shadow that seems to waver and dance on its own. It has the two large horns from the left and right of its forehead that come out and then curl up and then back, kind of like a goat or a ram. Not like the 360-degree curl, but up and then probably about a 45-degree curl backwards. Um, The tips of the horns are outlined in the same black shadow and it has a long wispy black Fu Manchu like beard with matching mustache like uh, you know the old kung fu masters that have the straight mustaches that come down with the and it has glistening red skin the fire from the weapons is kind of illuminating off of the red skin. It looks like purplish reddish scales. And it's sitting there with its eyes down. Hasn't paid any attention to you whatsoever yet, but it is now the only thing in the room with you. Well, hello there. 
and it slowly looks up and it looks you up and down. And then it says to you in Infernal, what brings you to me? I'm looking to make a pact with uh, with a, a weapon master of sorts. Oh, I see. What do you have to offer? I mean, I'm pretty awesome. What a, <laughs> you know, do you have you have you had one of these mushrooms? <laughs> I don't I don't eat. Well, neither do I, but they're delicious. I have no need or want to eat. Huh. Okay. Well, what do you want? To get out of this realm, see my foes bled before me, and bathe in their entrails and their blood from here to perpetuity. Do you have a list of your foes? Anything living and breathing that would come up against me is my foe. Okay. (laughs) Are you strong enough to wield me? Uh, Probably. Let's find out. Let's do that. Roll initiative. Ari dies. <laughs> <laughs> I had a 24. Oh, well, you win. Yeah, so like 15. Hardcore. So the Goodbye. little demon stands up. It's about four and a half feet tall. No more taller than Jelsira. And it rushes at you with such blinding speed. And it juts out one hand in a knife-like motion. You hear... The cutting of air, like blade through the wind, so you hear that hollow swish sound, and it stabs directly at your chest, and it hits for 10 damage. And then with his other hand, he swipes it at you again and hits for 11 damage. And then he looks up at you, his eyes glowing, with a smirk or smile on his face, his little red tail flicking and twirling behind him with the little triangular <laughs> hook at the end. And he says, you're never going to be good enough. You might be right. What? My turn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I go to then uh, punch him with a stunning strike. Mm. Good call. Oh, thank you. Can I realize I stole your luck. coaster. My bad. There's a nat 20. Does that hit? <laughs> uh, nat 20 will hit. He passes a save, so you don't stun him. Vicious. It's bullshit. All right. It's a fucking demon. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Normally, warlocks don't have to fight their patrons, but this is fun flavor. Sure. Um, okay, so I'm rolling damage, I guess, then, for my punchy punch. Yeah, don't forget you crit. You roll damage twice. 29 damage for that one. And then extra attack, baby. Go ahead. Yeah, that's really nice. It's a good hit. Yeah. Well, on a crit, that's a pretty good hit. Yeah. Plus, he can hit this demon because keen powered strikes act as magic weapons. Gonna try a stunning strike again. Okay. 19 to hit? You miss. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, spend another key point for Flurry of Blows. Core. 20 to hit? That hits. Dope. All time. All right. That sucked. Uh, 11 damage on that punch. All right. It begins to grin bigger in your face. All right. Now uh, that was uh, 25, 26 to hit. That hits. Nailed it. Gross. Uh, Eight damage. Okay. That's my. All right. So as you hit him for the amount of damage that you do, he begins to grin. And as he's grinning, blood is pouring out of his mouth Mm. at your feet. Yummy. You can hear it sizzle and burn into the ground. And with the arms that are inside your body that he stabbed you with, picks you up off of your feet and slams you down on your back uh, behind him. Mm. And then he burrows into your body. Cool. And it feels like as he's burrowing into your body. Can I like try to stop him? No, this is flavor. (laughs) Okay. As he's burrowing into your body, it begins to feel like you are being cut from the inside out by just the sharpest blade that you have ever experienced. Jesus. And this little four and a half foot demon burrows his way into the entirety of your body. And then, have you seen Alien? Yeah. Do you remember how the chest bursters would burst violently out of your chest? Yeah. So he does that 
going forward. Uh, you're going to take five more damage. Cough up some blood? Yes. <laughs> and as you cough, the blood hits him, and he smiles, and with a long forked tongue, licks your blood off of his face, and he says, can you promise me more blood like this? My blood? <laughs> Any blood. Oh, yeah. Potent blood, just like this. Oh, yeah. Bear in mind, you are uh, a bastard at this point, a demigod. This is blood it's never tasted before. So you're just interested in the blood? Any blood. Well, yeah, 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 but I got friends that are interested in the soul. So if if we could could work something out here. I don't collect souls. Dope. I collect body parts. Well, this could work great then. I think think we can make this work. And he says, or he folds his arms back across his chest, and he bows deeply to you. And he says, take me. All right. I caress him gently. (laughs) (laughs) And as you begin to caress him gently, the horns begin to merge into a straight, curved, slanted wakazashi blade. I grab it. And as you do, his body turns into the hilt and the tail before it turns into the hilt, wraps around your hand, your wrist, your forearm, uh, much like Jake's um, grass sword, how it wrapped around his hand. And the demon whispers, our pact is now sealed. Use me well. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you have a ethereal, blackish, reddish, glowing wakazashi blade that feels like in extension of your arm and your body, you can feel the demonic armory coursing through your blood and your veins. And now you're standing there holding your hexblade weapon in this four-walled armory. Nice. I shall use you well. How do we get out of here? <laughs> the, there's no answer from the sword. Oh, all right. Well, um... I start searching around for a door. There's no doors. It's four walls and a roof. Um, I like, uh, you know, um, I guess maybe I should test this thing out. Maybe give it a few swings. All right, well, I start slicing through the air with it. Just And as you do, there are cuts. small cuts and openings in the wall of the armory directly in front of you behind the pedestal where he was sitting. Oh, cool. I just uh, I keep cutting then and make like a door. And you do. There is a door, and on the other side is that big, giant, pig-faced demon smiling at you very happily, very widely. And he says, well, that didn't take you long at all. Oh, no, but it was fun. I didn't catch your name, buddy. Do you got one? I don't. Oh, okay. I'm Ari, by the way. Nice thanks to for, meet thanks you. Thanks for bringing me here. I appreciate it. Big help. Did you find what you were looking for? I did. I did. I'm well taken care of now. You ready to go back? I would love that. And then he turns and behind him slashes through the air. And you can see the portal that led into the Warlock Guildhall. Cool. I'll just uh, fly through it. All right. And you fly through and you get through and you are standing back at the Warlock Guildhall holding your... Hexblade Wakazashi, and the Warlock Guildhall leader looks at you, and she smiles, and she bows, and she says, we haven't seen a Hexblade Warlock in about 250 years. So I hear. And everybody else around looking, they all stand up, and they all bow reverently to you. Oh, thank you, thank you. As you were. (laughs) And she's like, are you ready to continue your training? Yes, absolutely. I'd like to learn about some of these spells, maybe. You've come to the right place. Excellent. And then you will go through your training montage. She will Vulcan mind meld with you. She will awaken warlock magic within your blood. And she will teach you the first couple cantrips of your choice and awaken your blood to warlock magic. Yeah. Teach you how to tap into it. Dope. And that's your training montage for warlock. So now you get to pick your spells and your cantrips and we will go over to neath and jelly and what was your character's name <laughs> Vince. Vince. i wanted to call you van like van wilder but that wasn't right <laughs> uh who were making their way to the alchemist i hope that was fun for you matt absolutely i'm the boss man now watch out 
Jelly, are you going to the Alchemist with us? Wakasashi. Oh. I was going to go get my you were not. Yeah, that's right. You were going to go to the armor. That's mm-hmm. right. So you're going to the Alchemist. You're going to the armor. Mm-hmm. You're going to the Alchemist. I am. All right. We'll take Jelly to the armor first because okay. that's going to be relatively quick. You leave Eris's, walk down the road, get to the leather worker and his brother, the weaponsmith. And he's sitting there finishing up some stitching and some sewing. And he's like, Constable, welcome back. The Leathersmith. Um, hey, I'm I'm back. I see that. Um I just finished up your eye patch. Oh good. I was just about to ask you if the eye patch is ready. And he finishes up a couple stitches and hands you a nice leather eye patch. On the cover of the eye patch is an upside down Omega symbol. Nice. If you specifically gaze into the Omega symbol, you can see the flames of war dancing inside the Omega symbol. Ooh, I'm just kind of mesmerized by it. Like, I bet this will make Ares proud. I think so. Hephaestus helped with it. He said you'd like it. Ooh, Hephaestus, you say, hey. Well, it's, um, well, I'm, I'm really excited about, about wearing it. Well, it's all yours. Well, um, you said this was on the house, right? I did. Okay. I I thought so. I just wanted to confirm. Um, okay. So I take, I, I take it. And I, I'd go ahead and just put it on. I can. It fits snug. Nice. It fits perfect. It's like he took exact measurements of your head without ever taking exact measurements of your head. It nice. won't fall off if you fly. It won't fall off if you flip or jump or tumble. It will fit nicely and firmly right on your head. Nice. Well, I don't know what it is, but I already feel a little bit more confident wearing this. So I can't wait to show it off to my friends. Oh, I'm sure they're going to love it. And I can't wait to... To finally to walk around and be respected by everybody who sees it. I don't think so. you need the eye patch for that. <laughs> Though it will help. Everybody recognizes the symbols of the symbol of Ares. That's right. So they know who they're good. They know who they're whose path they're crossing. Everybody already knows you, though. Mm. But yes, now they will be doubly <laughs> assured that when they are standing before you, they're standing in front of Josira Venfire, Constable of Aspasia, uh, Scion of Ares. In case it's not Ooh, evident, and he shivers. Uh, Joey has a big confidence problem. <laughs> um, Man, that felt good saying. Nice. Cool. Um, all right. Well, cool. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to go catch up with my friends. Thank you, Constable. Um, if you need anything, I'm here for you. And I'm, I'm, I'm like as you were. Did you ever follow up with that rogue trying to break into my shop? Oh, um, just kidding. I'm not going to press charges. Okay, because if you, if you are, let me know. I mean, no. Okay, no. we're okay. Okay. She almost owed me a magic lock, though. Well, Hephaestus, a magic lock that he made for us, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, um, okay, well, I'll probably be back at some point, I'm sure. We'll be here. God's willing. Well, all right, well, bye. <laughs> and, <a> great day. <laughs> and I go run, and I, I just start walking towards the alchemist mm-hmm. um, to meet up with Neef and Vince, and I'm, I feel a... Sent a new sense of confidence in my stride. I'm just kind of walking nice. around, just kind of keeping an eye on things. Keeping the and, chin up just a little right, bit more? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. So, yep, that's what I do. That's a cool looking eye patch. I want one now with mm-hmm. an upside down Omega symbol mm-hmm. made out of leather that looks like it fucking wavers with the flames of war. Oh, it's so fucking rad. So, you two get to the Alchemist. The door is open. There is nobody at the counter, but you hear glass breaking in the back, and the alchemist is cussing in... (laughs) What languages do you speak? I speak... You speak Elvish, right? Loosely, yes. Cussing in Elvish. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I can definitely cuss in Elvish. Yeah, I know you can. Okay. (laughs) So he's cussing in Elvish. He doesn't appear to be happy with what's happening back in his workshop, and a couple beakers... And dud firebombs come chucked through the door and smash and break onto the counter and onto the floor. Uh, and he won't know you guys are there unless you call for him. I take one of my daggers and like I take the like one of my regular daggers and like I take the palmer palmer pommel pommel wow and do like a like a wrap the table wrap the counter like three times. He doesn't hear. It. 
hears cussing and yelling and glass shattering in the back room. And so then I yell, Ale! And then you silence, like dead silent. Everything stops. And then uh, his head peeks out around the corner. He's got his full mustache, but half of his face is covered <laughs> in soot. And parts of his hair um, are still glowing with like fire embers and smoke coming off of his hair. His hair kind of looks like Doc Brown from Back <laughs> to the Future right now. Nice. And he's like, hey, welcome back. He's like, something burning? Um, I don't smell anything. No. Must be my senility or lack thereof. <laughs> and there, there's smoke visibly coming off of the ends of his hair. And he walks out. Um, some of his skin is colored orange. Some of it is colored green. It looks like he's been doing some alchemical work. And he smiles and he says, what brings you back? I need to get some more fire grenades. Oh, how many did you need? Mm, same. <laughs> get points. Hellish rebuke. Are, are you done over there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting started. I'm looking for eight. I have eight. I can't guarantee all eight work, but I definitely have eight. What? I can't guarantee all eight work, but I definitely have eight. <laughs> I just like rub my hands down the bridge of my nose kind of thing. How many can you guarantee work? Out of the eight that I have? Yes. Probably about 75% of them. All right. Give me those. Give me the ones you, give me the ones you know will work. I don't know which ones will work. <laughs> But I just know of the eight, 75% of them will work. So I tell you what, you pay me for 75% of them and I will give you all eight anyway. Oh boy. <laughs> it's a bargain. All right. How much for 75% of eight? 10 gold. No. Seven gold. No. Seven and a half gold. Eight gold. Eight gold. You know what? I'm going to give you eight gold plus another two because you look like you need a haircut. <laughs> oh, you're right nine gold i probably do and he takes your 10 gold and he hands you eight firebombs they all look fantastic they all look like they work they all have their fuses uh it'll be fun to find out of those eight when they do and do not work boy. i know oh, boy. i'm excited <laughs> like there's no danger of them just going off prematurely no, no there's no there's no danger of premature detonation there's just danger. Okay, so so I, already, I still had yeah. two left, so I'm What's keeping <laughs> track. So I've got like the two that I know should work, mm -hmm. and then I'll let you know when I'm pulling from the 75%. The he's crazy. He's fun. I love him. Everything he's given you before now has always worked. That's never, true. Never, never had I'm very confused by this. Oh, Alchemist. I actually had a question for you. Another one? I'm all out of firebombs. I mean, no, this is just more And cartridges, exploding cartridges. Curiosity. Yes. Do you use any magic fruit no, in your potions? No, that's absurd. Fruit isn't any good for potions. Is alcohol a potion? Not even magic fruit? Magic fruit? From a certain city? No, not even magic fruit. Interesting. Do you use magic fruit at all? No. I have a well of magic water. You should be familiar with it. Wait. All right. No, I were wouldn't you there? be. You weren't there. Were you no. there? I was you not there. You definitely weren't there. Who were you? Who was he? Who were you? Ah, oh, nice. he's, he's entertainment. Nice to meet you. My name's Vince Field. Most people call me Vince. Oh, nice to meet you. What do you do for a living? Tell some tales and entertain others. Yawn. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you, like a poet or instrumentalist? Both. Bind those and you hit it right on the uh, right on the head. Are you college trained? I am. Oh, I take that back. You're not boring. College of lore. You're probably one of the most interesting bards that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. And I just tip my hat. And then he nods to you. And then he looks back up at you. And he's like, what was this about magic fruit now? Well, I just wanted to make sure you weren't going to get, you know, I've heard that the magic fruit supply was a little disrupted, but it'll come back. It'll be fine. Yeah, I don't care. I don't okay. use fruit. There you go. Just checking. You know, got to make sure you keep in business. Oh, you are keeping me plenty in business. I appreciate <laughs> you immensely. Do you have any new potions? 
you've come up with lately? You look like you've been working hard. No, not yet, but I am working on some. It's going to be revolutionary. Oh. I can't wait. Do tell. Giant potion lets you breathe underwater. Interesting. Turns you into a squid. Squid? Yeah. Do you have any potions that don't turn you into things? Plenty. What kind of potions do you have here? Got health potions. I've got night vision potions. I've got water breathing potions. I've got explodey potions. (laughs) I've got less explodey potions. I have love potions. I have potents for potions for impotency. Uh, I haven't come up with a name for that potion yet, but it works wonder on the male libido. All right. I need... It's Viagra for TNT. (laughs) (laughs) I need three night vision potions and give me one of those impotent ones. I've got a friend who might need it. You're not going to take it, are you? No. Okay, because it probably wouldn't be good for you. No, no, no. When I say I have a friend, I legitimately... your nose. What? No, a potion wouldn't be any good for you. Do you like your nose? I do, do like, like my nose. Do you like the shape of your nose? I do like the shape do of my nose. Do not take this impotency potion. <laughs> I will not take this impotency potion. <laughs> and Jelsira walks in, and Hi. you hear Neith talking about a potion for <laughs> impotency. I just kind of stop, and I'm like, oh, okay, and I walk back out. <laughs> <laughs> How much for the four potions? For you, 20 gold. Really? It's a good deal. Take it or leave it. Eh, whatever. I got plenty. I give him 20 gold. Nice. And he takes the 20 gold, and he gives you your night vision potions and your D&D Viagra. I, I walk back in, and I'm like, don't worry, Neith, your secret's safe with me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, no secret is ever safe with Constable? me, Joey. Alchemist. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. I love your new iPad. Oh, you noticed. You look scary. Am I in trouble? Do I really... Hmm, you haven't been breaking any laws, have you? Not that I've been caught for. I mean, no, none whatsoever. (laughs) You've been paying your taxes? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Very convincing. Okay, good. All right. And then he puts 20 gold in a little pouch. He's like, I was just getting ready to go make my tax payment now. Oh, good. Okay. You're going to the the auditor, right? That's absolutely correct. Right at the barracks. Good. Absolutely, Constable. You have my word. Excellent. Now I don't have to report you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate your leniency. Mm-hmm. Sir, before you go... I'm not I- going anywhere. This is my shop. I need something before you go. Fair point. I pull out a vial, uh, vial of dragon's blood. Ooh. Can you tell me uh, some uses for this item? I also have uh, two dragon fangs to go along with it. I can't do anything with the fangs. The dragon's blood, however... I could turn into a pretty strong alcohol. What kind of dragon was it? Vince doesn't know. Oh. You have no idea what kind of dragon it is. I do not. Nobody has shared that information with you. And I'm not here. Do you know what kind of dragon it was? No, sir. Then I have no idea what I could do with that potion. It was a black dragon. I could make you quite a poison (laughs) resistance potion with that dragon's blood. Poison resistance. Mm, Quite. Black dragon? Mm. He opens up. A book really quick. Bronze, silver, red, blue, black. He looks at the vial of blood. Yes, absolutely. Right? He looks, squints his eyes. Black? <laughs> yeah. Quite the potion of poison resistance. Are you susceptible to poison? I am. Mm-hmm. With oh. this potion, you wouldn't be for about 24 hours. How long do you need to make this potion? Looks in the book, looks at the vial of blood, looks in the book, about two hours. Fantastic. And what would be your fee? For you, man from the college, five gold. Done. Go ahead and put the five gold down. Leave the vial of dragon blood. Nice. I'll get started on this right away. Oh, hey, uh, Mr. Alchemist. Yes, Constable. Uh, you wouldn't happen to have a lodestone for sale, would you? A lodestone? Mm-hmm. I would not. Have you checked Bindi's baubles? Ah, oh, Bindi. I love Bindi. Uh, we'll probably see her at some point soon, so I will check with her. You could always ask Bindi. Or you could ask Perry. Perry might have one he can give you. Oh, you know what? You're right. Perry probably would. He's been asking about you. Ooh. Mm. Oh. He hasn't seen you for a while. Well, and I, I just He'll kinda... probably be overjoyed that you're alive and back in Aspasia. 
And I just kind of think to myself, I wonder what he'll think of me with the eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> Will it light his fire? Ooh, that'd be interesting. Mm. You're a fucked as an elemental? Do you want to? Probably could. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> one fire elemental, one water elemental? That'd be steamy oh, as shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that one? Uh, for a long time, ever <laughs> since she could polymorph into elemental. <laughs> so, what, a couple levels at least? Yeah. Hot. <laughs> well, they- Those would be your two choices for a lodestone. Okay, I will I will go pursue those avenues. Come back in two hours for your poison resistance potion. Yes, sir. Right? Poison resistance? I said poison resistance, right? Some poison potion or, or another, I'll definitely have in two hours for you. <laughs> Fantastic. Fortunately, he's the only alchemist I know of in town. Okay. Wasn't there an alchemist in Pelicanton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know of another one. But that's in a different town. I said yeah, in town. In, in town, yeah. Yeah, oh, it'd be fun to visit Pelicantown again sometime. Fuck Pelicantown. <laughs> <laughs> you guys hated that town Wanna so burn much. that bitch to the ground. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> Loved Back when that the campaign town. first started, everybody was a dick. Everybody oh, was yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Everybody was rude. Yeah, all the NPCs Matt were almost terrible got killed to us. by a slime. <laughs> by a <laughs> slime. <laughs> yep, it's gelatinous cube slime. Poking his sh- fingers and shit into. Why would you put your hand? Oozes. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> you saw it. It wasn't even like doing anything to you. You went up Good to times. it. Good times were and had. Stuck your own arm into it. It's okay. important to know for sure. Our very first battle encounter. Yeah. Higher than ten or lower than ten. Vince? Lower. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Your potion's going to work, hopefully. <laughs> Your potion's going to work. Unless that nice was. <laughs> <laughs> no, you beat the roll. Your potion's going to work. Hey, Vince, you want to go somewhere and get a drink? Sure thing. Follow me. And I walk to the Broken Sparrow. Oh, that I... place doesn't exist. Just kidding. What's it called? The Unreal. Gilded Sparrow. <laughs> the Gilded Sparrow. I walked to literally bang the, the owner. <laughs> oh, I guess I guess Shelly will just go her own way. Oh, I thought you went to like. Are oh, there you love? No, Sorry. she was standing there the whole time. Oh, <laughs> hey, Gilsaro, are you going to head over and see Perry? I think I'm going to go see Perry. <laughs> All right, you go over and see Perry. We're going to go get a drink. Okay, I will meet you probably okay. at the Paladins. Yeah, Guild we'll still uh, meet at the Paladins Guild. If you see Ra before us, let him know we're waiting a couple hours. Okay. Um, for a potion that may or may not kill our new bard. Many things have tried to kill me. Nothing has yet. <laughs> You're like, I'm still alive, <laughs> and here I am. But I'm gonna go show. I'm gonna go show him around a little bit. Let's go. All right. Now I walk over to the Gilded Sparrow, <laughs> and in you walk. It looks the same as it always did. Oh, same old broken sparrow. <laughs> but uh, the bartender is not there. But all the other rogues that hang out at the Gilded Sparrow are still there. There's nobody tending the bar. Vince immediately gets stabbed. <laughs> what? No, why? I'm kind of hoping something funny. <laughs> nobody sees Ow, me. The they just see kidney? Vince walk in. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, are are there any tables available? What time of day is it again? Oh shit, I don't know. What time of day do you guys want it to be? Midnight. Three. I was like imagining like later afternoon. I was thinking yeah, three some, in the afternoon. Some yeah. Party time. After, yeah, sometime in the in the late afternoon, three, four o'clock ish. Okay, good. Um, yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Um, yeah, are there any tables open? There is a table open with nobody sitting at it. It has like six chairs, but nobody's sitting in any of them. Six chairs? Six chairs. And there is a card on the table. Oh, I go over and read the card. Reserved for Neath. Oh, looks like it's my table. Six chairs. Nice. Typically when things like this happen. So I sit at the table. Gangster. How do you know this is not a trap or an ambush? I mean, it could be. You're not very trusting, so what's up? I walk around the table <laughs> and like I make a big ah, show too bad we're not of like there. That's so moving cool. every chair. Like you're moving every chair. Yes, He's such you're a interacting with your environment. Romantic. Yes. Mm-hmm. All of the other rogues watching the chairs move kind of jump back for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they're like, "Oh, welcome back, Neath." And I'm like, "Feel better?" The bartender is not in at the moment, but he said, "If you needed anything to drink, you knew your way around." The bar and the back of the house, whatever that means. <laughs> I roll my eyes and I go, 
Vince, what would you like to have? Mm, what's the house special? And a couple of rogues jeering say, yeah, Vince, what would you like to have? <laughs> <laughs> the house special. <laughs> well, that's mostly stabbing. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. You'd like to join us over here for the house special? Oh, shit. Ooh, I'd like to do an insight check. There is a ring of rogues standing around a sand pit. You see specks and drops of blood, some that look like were made from slashing marks. You can presume... Oh, make a medicine roll for me. 20 first. I gave you a d20 in the set of dice, did I not? So one I didn't get. <laughs> no fucking way. If my d20 is missing, I'm going to lose my oh, shit. Wait. Do you have enough? Oh, there it is. That's my d20. <laughs> I knew I gave you the full set. Do you need extras? Uh, what role was that? Medicine. Medicine. That would be a 15. It looks like from knife wounds, from the way that the blood is splattered in sharp, straight lines. Hmm. CSI D&D. Okay. Yeah, I'll go on over. Hey, hot dog. And one rogue walks into the ring of other rogues and pulls out a piece of rope and ties it around his wrist. And he's like, come join me for the house special. Fuck yeah, it's a Michael Jackson shit. Okay. <laughs> I walk to, um, behind the bar and I start making myself a cup of tea. As someone who has seen war and the arts of assassination, and now they all know that you are here, you do not feel any murderous intent in the air of the guild hall. It's more like hazing yeah. or initiation for the new guy that clearly doesn't belong here at the <laughs> Guild of Sparrow. Was it bad or beat it? Beat it. Was it beat it? It was yeah. beat it. Yeah, I go hang out. Sweet. And then he ties the other end of the rope around your wrist. And he's like, do you have a knife? Two, actually. Oh, then we are ready for the house special. I've never had a drink like this. We've had plenty. Do you want to say anything to Neith before we begin? I just kind of tip my hat. I uh, only want it to be between me and her. And I'm just going to go watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Vince, what is your AC? 17. Ooh, yikes. A sneak attack crit's going to suck for you. Sneak attack. <laughs> 8D. Nope. 6D6 twice. Okay. That's, uh, what? <laughs> it's 132. Well, he's got a roll. 66 twice. <laughs> no, not 60. <laughs> 20, 12. Yeah. Yeah, welcome to the joke that never dies. Never, ever dies. Never, Yay. ever dies. I get to do mental math. That's fun. It's fun for everyone. 132 damage. You take 39 damage as Oof. you feel a knife penetrate the back of your kidneys. Severs your spine. Oh. You're now paralyzed. And <laughs> all of the rogues around the circle begin to cheer. And then the feel, you feel the knife come out of yeah. your Woo. kidneys. And FYI, if you were to turn around and look at him, he's licking your blood from the knife. FYI, I have hopped up onto the counter and I'm drinking my tea while watching. I'm trying to act all nonchalant, but I'm really watching to like to notice whether or not he gets down to like critically Initiative. low HP. Initiative. I'm paying attention. He got a 22. 16. And he goes first and he points the knife right at you and he cuts the rope that's holding your guys' hands together. And he says, welcome to the Gilded Sparrow, Vince. We hope you enjoyed oh. the house special. <laughs> That's it. And they all laugh and come and pat you on the back. Another one comes up and lifts up your shirt <laughs> and begins putting some bandages around your waist <laughs> and your kidneys. I think it's a kidney transplant. And uh, everybody cheers. And they say, enjoy your time. Okay. That was the house special. That's Move it. That there microphone you go. over. Someone uh, pushes microphone over. <laughs> it keeps moving on me. I like I don't keep moving. I don't know what's happening. So your face just keeps doing this. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, guys. Man. Were you hoping for something more than that? I had power word stun ready. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nah. I'm sitting here, so they're gonna be nice to you. <laughs> yeah, you did take a kidney laceration for thirty nine. Yeah, it's pretty uh, not bad. Ow. I don't, think okay. I, I don't think I could do that in real life. 
there is a ah, we can find out. Hey, Vince, come here. <laughs> yeah, there's a cleric yeah. guild hall and a paladin guild hall full of healers that will heal you right up. No also, problem. Also, Ambrosia. Oh, yeah, I was gonna also say, Ambrosia. I I actually hand him um, a mug of ale. I pour him a nice mug of ale, and I actually like. You can use one of your vials and yeah, put some Ambrosia. One of my vials nice. and the Ambrosia and give it to him. Hey, way to go, Neath. So she pours a golden liquid into this mug of ale. Interesting. What 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 was that, Neath? Drugs. It's only the nectar of the gods. Vodka it is. Thank you. <laughs> it's a euphemism for the date rape drug. Ooh. <laughs> what? That's what I what? call it. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I'll go ahead and drink up. Cheers. And you, after drinking this ale, you are no longer hungry. You are no longer thirsty. You are no longer tired. You benefit from the effects of a long rest so you can re-prepare any spells that you want and you are healed the 39 damage that you took that's pretty fantastic this is pretty good beer at the gilded sparrow (laughs) (laughs) indeed it is i like it here and then some other rogues yell neath while you're back there can you pour us some beers as well I swing my legs back around and hop down behind the bar and start pouring drinks for everybody. Holy shit, they all cheer. (laughs) They thought you were going to tell them to go fuck themselves, so they are all legitimately excited that there are rounds of beer. And since you're pouring it, it's not going to cost them jack shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good day at the Gilded Dolos isn't there. Okay. Dolos is That's fine. I really just brought it to mess with Vince. (laughs) That's fine. Oh, yeah. You fucked with him for 39 damage to his kidneys. Well done. (laughs) I healed you. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't going to kill you. None of them wanted to kill you. I didn't know that. (laughs) But, I mean, if they'd wanted to, they would have. They easily could have. Well. Yeah. There's like, what, a pack of them? (laughs) Yeah, there's probably about 18 rogues in the Gilded Sparrow at this point in time. Yeah, I don't think I can handle that. I am so glad you turned around to tip your hat to Neath so I could get that sneak attack. (laughs) That was dope as fuck. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Before I leave the Warlock Guild's Hall, I want to inquire about materials in case I need them for spells. You can get them from us. Yes. Or you can buy them from Bindi. Can I get some Petrified Eye of Newt? Yes. Yes, you can. Just to have, in case I want it. <laughs> it doesn't even need it. It just sounds amazing. I don't need it for what I currently have on the docket, but... We can get you a vial of petrified eye of newt with about four eyes in it. Okay, awesome. About <laughs> four eyes. I would, I, would, I would like that very much, please. So they give you a level one, or they give you a, like an alchemist pack of... Probably about 10 uses of the reagents for your two level one spells. So you can use both of your level one spells a total of 10 times, 20 casts before you run out of reagents. Nice. And they just offer it to you for being a new warlock, welcoming you into the guild. Also, because you're Hexblade and they haven't seen one in about 250 years, they legit, they're legit has not been a Hexblade warlock in 250 years. So nice. it's always rare when one walks through the door. Nice. Well, thank you very much. Come back should you need more. First hit's always free. Absolutely. I'll be on my way. (laughs) Okay, so I I leave and I'm going to head over to the Paladin. Are you still holding your Hexblade? Yeah. For now, yeah. Okay. Does it, like, uh, disappear? If you will it to. uh, Go, like, into the other realm or whatever. If you will it to. And then it just comes back when I will it into existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It, well, I'll will it away for now. You know, walk around the streets with a blade out, you know, like some sort of savage. And as you will it away, you see a silhouette of your little demon ethereally floating behind you. Um, a strangely blackish purple ethereal silhouette that's just floating behind you at all times with his hands crossed above his chest with his feet pointed downwards, his little tail flicking behind nice. him. Can anyone else see him or just Nope, me? just you. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Can Karga see him? No, Karga can't see him. Karga didn't make a pact with a demon. The warlock who made the pact with the demon can see his demon unless he physically brings the demon into the plane for everybody else to see. Dope. But you will 
you put your sword away and his ethereal silhouette hops up floating behind you. Uh, uh, is your primarily left or right-handed on your monk? Because he is going to float on the opposite side where you would draw your blade. I'd, I'd use it with my right hand. Okay. So he will be, so you would draw with your right. He's going to be here on your left hand shoulder because you would reach in with your right from Dude, the left to pull. And he's, he's gonna, just floating back behind you. He's going to love that dragonborn blood we're about to get. Any blood, really? Oh, but I don't know how well hex blades work, but I imagine a Wakazashi demon weapon would want to be soaked in the blood of your foes. No, I'm much like somebody's crazy. pair of daggers. We're going to get bloody. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to head over to the Paladin Guild Hall. Watch Pan and Martel fuck each other up. They aren't. They are actually just drinking. Oh, nice. And well, telling war stories. I'll try to join them for a drink then. Hey, can I join you guys? Hey, they both say in unison. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Sit down with us. I pull up Paladin's a, Guild's like happy days. I pull up a chair and, and order a drink. Wave for a drink. Give me a drink. They give it to you. Pan pays for it for you. Oh, thanks, buddy. My pleasure. Appreciate you. So, uh, are we ready to go? Uh, I think we're waiting on the other ones. Oh, okay. That's yet. right. They were going to meet us back here, weren't they? Yeah. We've they, had a couple drinks. They might They might be into some, th- you know, doing stuff. We have you forgotten. Ca- you guys want to check out this new sword I got? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I hold out my hand and I materialize the, the wakizashi. And then the little blue silhouette of the demon turns into a long wisp and floats around your body and comes from your shoulder around your arm and out materializes from the palm of your hand. Um, The Hexblade Wakazashi that you just got. And then Pan and Martel jump back and kick their chairs back. (laughs) And they're like, where did you get that? Oh, I visited the Warlock Guild Hall. I learned uh, I learned a little bit about warlocks. Did you become a warlock? Yeah, yeah. I trained Martel a little. Says my man. I trained a little up in warlock. <laughs> and Pan says, "Is that thing safe?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I mean, fairly. It's fairly safe. I is have it, to feed it blood. Is it sharp? Oh yeah. What kind of blood? Any blood it likes. It likes any blood. But you know, and then Pan takes off one of his plate mail gauntlets, and he's like, "Hit me with it." All right, I I give him a slice. Okay. Just, just a little slice. I want to cut off his arm. All right. And Gauntlet's an arm thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it would have gone up to like his forearm. <laughs> so you would have his thing, hand right? up to a little above his wrist exposed. Just a little slice. And it cuts sharp and clean. Have you ever had a paper cut before? Yeah. Imagine Ooh. a paper cut times 100. You just Ouch. put on Pan's arm. And he rips his hand back and he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that bet- is the sharpest weapon I have ever been cut by and i've been cut by nice daggers yeah it's 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 pretty sharp <sighs> ah. can you can you do you need do you need a bandage or can you lay on hands? <laughs> no, <I'll be> okay <laughs> and he I, know, I know you usually just lays, lay on hands he yeah. lay on hands himself <laughs> okay yeah. and heals himself for the damage that it did and he's like Whew. And as he lay on hands, the blood that was dripping from his arm goes up towards the end of your blade and gets absorbed into the blade. And you hear uh, a slight hiss and a sigh of contentment from your blade. It kind of like sings or whispers a little bit. And then you just hear a whisper that says more. In time, in time. (laughs) Not right now. And Pan... Heals himself back up and puts his gauntlet back on. He's like, hey, Martel, you should be cut by that thing. (laughs) Yeah, Martel, what say you? You want some? And then Martel takes off his gauntlet (laughs) and he says, yeah, fuck me up, fam. (laughs) All right. Slash. (laughs) And you put a big old cut into his arm and he roars in pain that echoes through the paladin guild hall. A lot of the other paladins jump off off of their chairs and get into a ready stance. And Martel's like, no, 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 it's okay, guys. It's okay. I asked him to. And he's like, ah. Ah. He's like, Pan, have you ever had a splinter? And Pan's like, yeah, I've had one. He's like, it feels like that, but times 100. And Pan's like, yeah, I know. I just got cut by it. Martel's like, oh, right. And he's like, can you lay on hands me? And Pan's like, no, you can lay on hands yourself. And he's like, oh, 
right, I can. And he puts one of his big old dragon hands over his wound and begins to lay on hands. And the blood, much like Pan's, goes into the blade, and you hear a very comfortable sigh in the back of your mind, and your blade's like, yes, because Martell and Pan, oh, yeah, they're both they're both uh, bastards. So, yeah, sort of quasi-demigods. And the blade says, we have a good pact. Yes. Like, in your head. Yep. I go, Okay, I go to, like, it doesn't have a sheath, but I'm going to sheath it and then make it disappear. And then it does. And then the little silhouette of the demon is back behind your left shoulder. And he's got a little tiny grin as you see little ethereal drops of blood drip from the corners of his mouth. Nice. I just drink with Pan and Martell until whatever. Imagine Nightcrawler, but red and horns. Yeah, yeah I, I imagine a mix between Nightcrawler and, oh, who was that big red fucking demon? Hellboy? Fought, no, Hellboy. Mm. Yeah. Nightcrawler and Hellboy. Nice. Yeah. is what I picture him in my head. Is what he looks like. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Jelly. Precisely. And uh, you guys have drinks. Lots and lots of drinks. Dope. Until you want to stop drinking. I never want to stop, ever. And that will do us for this episode of Some Would Play. Listen next week as the party links back up together and begins, hopefully, their quest to Ormoralonia. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Some Would Play, a production of the Outsanity Network. Join us again next week as the story continues. Find us online at www.somewouldplay.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Some Would Play. Deborah is at Sonia Taki. Rico is at R1C0. Daphne is at Dafterthought. And I am Psychedelic M. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and share it with others. And remember, in real life, you needn't roll for initiative, so just seize it. <laughs>